Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the 4th and 1 podcast. My name is Oliver Higgins, I'm joined by Callum Bennett yep. and Joseph Watson. Hello. Uh, this is a podcast ostensibly about NFL. I have a vague knowledge of it, Callum and Joe know significantly less, but they are getting there. They're learning a lot more every week and uh, hopefully we can impart some knowledge about the NFL, preview the week's games, review last week's games, talk a little bit about the news then we'll see what teams Joe and Callum are going to support with a little segment at the end. And of course, we need an update of who's winning and who's losing. Yeah, exactly. So each week we pick the games. We need to update you guys on uh, on how we're doing so far. It's quite a big week for me this time. It's uh, been a bit of an upset, a bit of a turnaround. Yeah, a bit of a turnaround. Not an upset, but a turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, we will we'll launch into some news. We only have one bit of news this week. It was sort of the main thing that happened in the NFL outside of the, the games. And it centered around Colin Kaepernick. So it's sort of a, a, a big uh, piece of the NFL world over the last few years. He started kneeling during the anthem in, I believe, 2016. It became an issue in that he uh, left the 49ers. He decided not to renew his contract and then did not get signed anywhere else. Led to him sort of saying he was blackballed by the league and others agreeing. Led to a, a law case against the league for collusion against him and he has not yet been signed since then by anyone. It led to other athletes and other sports and other NFL players protesting by kneeling during the anthem. The president got involved, it all got a bit spicy, it became very political. And uh, then, so last week, sort of out of nowhere, the NFL announced that they were going to have a workout, sort of a public workout for Kaepernick to prove whether he still had it, uh, which was to be held in Atlanta on Saturday. It was announced on Tuesday, Saturday is sort of a weird day to do it because that's when teams tend to be traveling. So it's, you know, tricky for them to get scouts to Atlanta in such short notice and on a day when it doesn't particularly suit them. And uh, finally, it was, I think, about half an hour or an hour and a half before the workout was meant to take place. And the Kaepernick camp announced that they were not going to be going ahead with the NFL planned workout because they disagreed with a waiver which they'd been asked to sign and they wouldn't allow the media to film the entire thing which they felt was a lack of transparency. So they moved it somewhere an hour away. It went down, it was live streamed on YouTube. About seven or eight teams were there. About 22 had apparently been planning to go to the NFL one. I mean, going forward, I doubt it's really going to affect whether a team signs Kaepernick, but what do you think of the whole sort of media foray around it, Colin? Uh, If it did get videoed, then I'm guessing the other teams will still watch the video. Yeah, absolutely. They'll all have a look, I imagine. Well, I... It's not directly linked to it, but it kind of leads on to another question I kind of had, mm-hmm. which was, so he's a, is he a quarterback, right? Yeah, he's a quarterback. Right. So do you think there's any teams that would make an excellent team, but are just lacking a really good quarterback and could do with him? I mean, there are typically several teams a year that are, in theory, a good quarterback away from being a great team. Just there aren't enough good quarterbacks to go around, so as I've said before. Which teams jump out at you this season as like needing a really good quarterback just to make it and finish the team off. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, Personally, I well, the Vikings scream a little bit because, mm. well, you don't rate Kirk Cousins, do you? So No, in fairness, Kirk Cousins this year has had one of his best years. Um, so as much as I don't generally rate him, they, they, they certainly are in a good position as far as this year goes. I um, seen Tom Brady the other night. It looks like the Pats might need him. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady was looking rough. I can't imagine Kaepernick's the answer there. You could say like a team like the Panthers. Or what, where, like someone like the Lions? or 
The Lions, Matt Stafford is generally quite good. It's the surrounding talent that tends to be the issue in Detroit. But the, and the um, drinking water. The, right. Um, the Carolina Panthers, they have Kyle Allen at quarterback, the second year quarterback, uh, filling in for Cam Newton, who's on IR. Allen had an awful day on Sunday um, in a 29-3 loss for the mm-hmm. Panthers. So, like, that's a system where it's built around Cam Newton, a sort of similar style of quarterback than Kaepernick, maybe a bit more accurate, but, you know, like the same sort of breed style, of quarterback, yeah. if you would, if you would, same style, certainly. Uh, that's one situation where he could work. Potentially the Broncos, they've got Brandon Allen in at the minute. It's hard to say Kaepernick, if he played like he did when he was in the league a few years ago, wouldn't be an upgrade. Do the Bears have a good quarterback? No, they have Mitchell Trubisky. That would, um, that would boost the Bears, then. It would be a significant boost there, wouldn't it? Yeah, you, you'd have to think. So, I mean, it's it's all... There are numerous layers of sort of politics above the very simple football question of is Kaepernick good enough to add to a team? Yeah. And then others tend to bring in whether it's worth the sort of media uproar yeah, that it would bring. Yeah, there'd be a bit of a PR disaster. There'd be a backlash, I guess, which is, you know, rightly or wrongly, I think there certainly would be. Do you think there's much hope... Even if he's if he's not if he's been if he has been sort of blackballed and, and mm. all the teams have agreed with the with the league to not sign him. Yeah. Do you think that him not working with the league for this uh, workout will help him at all in getting with the team? Um. Hmm. I don't think it'll make a difference. I mean, I think it's probably quite clear that his relationship with the league is permanently fractured, given everything that's happened. So I don't think sort of rearranging this last minute is going to be. A massive shift in that. It certainly doesn't help them. I think ultimately for the ultimately for the teams, it's kind of they have to make a baseline financial decision of is it going to be really bad for us, mm. and then also they have to think about the team as well. So yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. If the NFL were willing to host it, it seems to suggest that they they were at least willing to give him another chance. Yeah, although some do think it's sort of a PR stunt, so they can say, oh yeah, we've given him a chance. Yeah, we've given the teams the opportunity, and clearly they just don't want him. Like he isn't good enough. Yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. When, like, there were certainly a couple of throws from the workout where he looked great, like, he looked like his old self. He has a great arm talent, is how they normally refer to it. Like, <laughs> um, very physically gifted, but inconsistent. Um, so, yeah, that's that covered. We will move on to a review of last week's games, shall we? Uh, so, first to update on the picks. This is a much better time for me. Uh, Joe, what did you have last week? Remind me. Uh, last week I had... 10 from 13, I believe. Yeah, I yeah, think that's right. That's right. Yeah. Callum, you had 5, five from 13. and I had 3. So I was I was 7 points back entering this Sunday, or this Thursday rather, and then I've got 11 out of 13 so far, with the Monday night game still to be played. So it's um quite a big comeback, sorely needed, in fairness. I've hit 7 out of 13 so far. You're on 8, yep. I believe. Eight. I think you're on 8 and I'm on 7. Ah, uh, yeah, after yeah. the mon- after the mm-hmm. after the late rounds. game last yeah. night, yeah. All right, so one game left to go. Chargers Chiefs. We'll see how that one goes. Um, me and Callum have the Chiefs. Joe, you have the Chargers. So you currently have a three-point lead. Am I right in saying? Yeah. Yep. So if the Chiefs win that, it'll be down to a two-point lead, and it'll be a pretty pretty interesting game going into the f- next few weeks. So the overall scores right now are. Oh, it's a good question. What I should probably know. Before we left I'm gonna go with. Uh, 18? I think so. 14? 13. Right, that's pretty close then. 18 for Joe, 14 for myself, 13 for me. Wait, nope. 13 (laughs) for Callum. Just said the same thing twice. Love that. Um, Yeah, so it's... Tonight could make it a... 
a slightly closer if, contest. If the Chargers win tonight, I'll be I'll be comfortable. Oh yeah, if the Chargers win, it's a good week for you. I, would yeah. say. I think the Chiefs have got this tonight, though. Mm, agreed. No. Um, all right, so this week's games, the first one Thursday night football was uh, that was not the best game, but uh, very much made the headlines for some unsavory reasons. At the very end of the game, Miles Garrett tackled Mason Rudolph, um, the Steelers quarterback, who had had a rough day. I think he had four interceptions. Um, it was 21-7 at the time the game was over. There were like 10 seconds left. Uh, Garrett sort of went in slightly late. Rudolph took exception. Rudolph tried to rip Garrett's helmet off, didn't manage it. Not a great look for him. Garrett then Miles Garrett then got up, ripped Rudolph's helmet off. Um, so Mason Rudolph, much shorter than Miles Garrett. He's a quarterback. Garrett is a defensive end. Rudolph decides to come after him, and Miles Garrett swings the guy's own helmet, nails him on the top of the head, and has uh, has probably been suspended indefinitely by the league. Um, so it probably ended up being the season, right? Or so it's definitely the rest of this season and the playoffs if the Browns are to make it, which is looking <laughs> yeah, unlikely at this so. point. Yeah, um, I, it, I I really don't know how far it would extend in the next season, if at all. I'd say maybe three or four games would be my instinct, mm-hmm. but like, there's, it's anyone's guess, really. I mean, at least there was some level of justification for it, as if that's any defence. Yeah, I mean, I think Miles Garrett is a really interesting guy. He was uh, the number one pick in the draft maybe three years ago, I think, for the Browns, and um, like, it was the whole coverage before the draft was centered around how this guy is like a, a gentle giant. Like he's into poetry, <laughs> and he like he writes his own poetry. Weird obsession with dinosaurs. I don't know. Um, but then on the field, he's a lunatic. Like I think he might have broke someone's ankle earlier this season. Like he's just like a different beast on the field, and clearly went way too far this time. Yeah. It like have you guys seen the footage of the yeah. of the, the incident? Fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it seems a bit like I mean the classic in rugby is you can you can grab each other's shirts and throw each other around a bit but as soon as you throw a punch you're sort of you're out for the season yeah and it typically seems... typically throwing a punch in the NFL is fine because their helmets yeah. in the way and like you'd still get kicked out for that maybe get fined but um yeah throw like swinging a guy's helmet at a, an unprotected player is is unprecedented swinging and... his own helmet at his own head is yeah, sort of a big move by Garrett, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's unprecedented and it, it's fair enough that he's been banned. Uh, and I think the Steelers lineman Marquise Pouncey has been suspended for maybe a game and fined because he, when yeah, Garrett involved, was subsequently on the ground, he was like punching and a little bit of kicking towards the head, just generally unsavory scenes. <laughs> Quite fun to watch, but um, not the greatest sportsmanship. No, but anyway, it worked out as a good game for us because we got a win yeah, for Joe there because yeah. Joe went for the Steelers, Steelers, which probably was a, a fair shout. But yeah, me and you have always better on the Browns. Haven't yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I might keep that going depending on who they're playing next week. I think they've got a good game. Yeah, um, fun, fun little. I was watching Zombieland the other day, and I, I, yeah. I had a really, really fun phrase about the Browns. Yeah, um, getting the Browns to the Super Bowl. Uh, for for going for a number two on the toilet. <laughs> That's yeah, I'd never heard that. Fair enough. Um, if that was the case, you'd never go to the toilet. <laughs> Excellent. Um, We're gonna go quickly over the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Texans Ravens. Uh, Decisive. Redskins Jets was next. Oh well, I'll go with this order. Oh. Texans Ravens. Uh, Ravens won forty-one to seven. Lamar Jackson just incredible. Um, 
the Ravens have now won four straight by over 14 points, so they are getting getting fond of a blowout. Um, Texans, it's the first time Deshaun Watson has lost a game by more than 10 points, I believe. It's more than eight, I think. More than eight. Mm. Um, excluding the postseason, the Colts did beat him by more than eight points in the playoffs last season, but we'll, uh, we'll let that slide. Um, so, yeah, phenomenal from the Ravens. Callum, I believe. No, sorry. Callum, you picked the Texans. Yeah, I learned my lesson. I love the Ravens, and I betted against them to try and get a... Uh, a speculative point over you yeah. two and it really didn't work out for me I'm never betting against Lamar again that's fair enough Joe what did you make of this one it was as clear cut from the beginning don't know why I chose Ravens no, why I chose uh, Texans stupid move but yeah I, enjoyable game to watch mm, yeah the Ravens have a lot of momentum at 8-2 Texans very much still in the hunt in the AFC South they are 6-4 and four, uh, just behind the Colts on divisional record at the moment. But yeah, they're still a fantastic team. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see how they bounce back from it on Thursday night. Then, this next game, this was our our worst um, as, a, as a group, where we all picked the Panthers, and they got beaten 29-3 by the Falcons. So two weeks in a row, we've all picked against the Falcons, and two weeks in a row, they have, uh, they've embarrassed us, frankly. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. We are going to single-handedly get the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, because I am going to start betting for them. Against any average side, it's not my decision that I'm going with them, because they're really perking up. They were, I mean, towards the beginning of the season, they've been really bad, and now they seem like a, a kind of mid-level team kind of equal standard to something like the Rams at the minute they seem to be playing pretty well really yeah I would agree with that I think the Panthers had a rough day as I say Kyle, Kyle Allen had four interceptions which is um, it's hard to win with that Matt Ryan only three four one touchdown but um, yeah the uh, Panthers or the Falcons sorry just were all over the Panthers it was never a close game and the Panthers didn't nice. score until the fourth quarter um, so pretty comprehensive by them in that NFC South matchup. So moving onwards, we had actually a surprisingly close game. Um, Cowboys Lions. Cowboys won at thirty five twenty seven. Uh, Callum, you went with the Lions. Yep. So this was a this was a slightly disappointing one for you, Joe, myself, and you both picked Cowboys. We got a point there. Um, but the yeah, it was quite a quite a good game. Callum, what do you think? Um, it was another one where we went speculative because mm-hmm. I do quite like the Lions. I think they're an underrated team. Oh, interesting. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I think. Well, the fact that they 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 they, 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 they lost were a two in a row. It doesn't. They were a threat in this game, and yeah. they were playing a very good side. Yeah. And for most of it, I was on the edge of my seat, especially in the last quarter. They yeah. were threatening, and if they would have, all they needed was a touchdown and a two pointer, I believe, and they would have won. Mm. Yeah, um, they were eight points back. Yeah. So. They would have got that, and they they were threatening. So for a team to be pushing such a good team, then I think it wasn't really a bad call overall, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, no, fair enough. I respect that. I think um, Jeff Driscoll was a lot better than I expected him to be. He's the Lions' backup quarterback. Threw for a couple touchdowns and 209 yards, and he also ran for 51 yards uh, and a touchdown, which was quite effective against the Cowboys' defense. And Bo Scarborough, a second year player I believe who was drafted by the Cowboys never played a snap for them uh, then was picked up by the Lions ran for 55 yards and a touchdown in sort of a breakout performance for him which was nice to see um, but I think the Cowboys long term will probably be worried about their defence getting or conceding 27 to the Staffordless Lions is concerning but their offence looks like it's clicking all on all fronts, Dak Prescott looks very good and Ezekiel Elliott is as ever a very talented running back and they are uh, 
they're doing pretty well so far this season, the Cowboys. They are 6-4, and four, and the Lions dropped to 3-6-1, and one, with the 1 being a tie against the Cardinals in Week 1. So, next game, a good one for me. Uh, the Colts beat the Jaguars 33-13, sorry. Um, I was the only one who picked the Colts. Uh, you guys went with the Jags. This one was very much led by the Colts' rushing um, offense. They had 200-yard rushers. Marlon Mack ran for 107 yards, I believe, before he got injured, fractured his hand, and was out of the game. And then the Colts' fourth-string running back, uh, Jonathan Williams, came in and ran for 116 yards. Um, so this guy is like, he has never really done much for the Colts. I think he had a combined four yards on the season. Um, but a few injuries, he came in and had a heck of a game, which was much needed for the from the Colts' perspective. Uh, Brissett didn't need to do a lot the starting quarterback he was back in action threw for 148 yards one touchdown one interception on a deflected pass but um it was more than enough because as I say the rushing offense was so good Nick Foles was back for the Jags he had a couple touchdowns one interception but it was never really a close game uh, I think in the first half they threatened mm. the second half it seemed, kind of seemed like they gave up um with Mac as such a good player, do you think his fractured hand will put him out for it? Does that tend to pe put people out for a fair amount of time? It depends on whether he'll need surgery for it. He, um, he'll he certainly miss this Thursday, you would think. It's whether he'll be back sort of one or two weeks or mm -hmm. four or five. Because I think Mac is one of the players that makes the Colts. Mm, you know absolutely, I mean? yeah. He's been um, sort of a breakout player this year. Like He's been considered quite good, but um, I think he's, he's up towards like top ten running back at this point. Um, he's really improved over the last few seasons, and they are very, very reliant on him, especially when Ty's out. See, that leaves me quite torn with who to pick next week. If mm. Ty comes back, yeah, then it'll seem like the Colts have a chance. But it, yeah. if if Max out and Ty isn't back, then that yeah, seems that's, quite obvious. No, I agree. Joe, any thoughts on this one? Well, as you guys all know, I I didn't pay a lot of close attention to this game because I was watching a film in the corner of the room. But <laughs> yeah. um, all I'm going to say is they they swapped someone out this week and uh, and they didn't play very well following that. Is so that Gardner uh, Minshew. That would be Gardner Minshew. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay. Also worth noting, the Colts uh, had a nice little two point conversion. So the Jags went for two points at the very end of the game, sort of meaningless. It was thirty one thirteen at the time. And uh, Bobby Okereke, the Colts rookie, picked it off and ran it back for two points to the Colts, which is a nice little quirk, which you rarely see. This is something that, that Ollie's going to try and uh, say today should be play of the week when it's No, I'm not. I'm not. Ollie I mean, I didn't do any, it. Any quirky play. Doesn't any quirky special teams play. It can be awful. Stuff. You can do a special team play and lose 20 yards. And yeah. Ollie's like, oh, brilliant. Play of the week? <laughs> I think I definitely do. I actually probably will pick special teams again. Might as well just change it to special teams play of the week. Um, next up, we had a glorious encounter in the AFC East: Bills Dolphins. Um, well, two people picked sensibly, and two people got the point for it. Yep, that would be myself. And yep, and the Bills seven and three. They won thirty-seven twenty. Dolphins fall to two and eight. That two-game winning streak, which they were on, sadly came to an end. Joe, any thoughts I'll on tell you why? What, they put they put in a very good fight. They uh, they had nearly had a comeback uh, in the fourth quarter, and there was a fantastic return from uh, from Grant. But yeah, a good special teams performance from the Dolphins. So next up, we will go with Vikings-Broncos. This was probably the game of the week in terms of the um, the quality of the... Well, not the quality of the game. Well, the excitement was, yeah, within the game, certainly. Game. So the Broncos were 20-0 up at halftime. The Vikings in their home stadium just could not get anything going. 
Uh, we were watching on Red Zone, so he only got highlights, and it seemed like every time it came on, the Vikings had turned it over and the Broncos had the ball in the Vikings' Red Zone. Until something turned in the second half, the Vikings started to come back, the Broncos got nervous with Brandon Allen under center, and uh, the Vikings went ahead 27-23. The Broncos had a chance at the end to win it. They, The final drive on the field in the two-minute drill by Brandon Allen was actually really impressive, and I think they had three shots at it from maybe the 12-yard line, just couldn't quite get it done. The Vikings' defense kept them out for the comeback victory, uh, one that'll keep the Vikings' momentum going very nicely. But maybe it will shake their confidence a little. To be nearly losing to a team that is quite bad, mm. for a team that was... Are the Vikings 8-1, are they? 8-3. 8-3. Yeah. yeah, so for a team that's pushing for a really good position to mm. be losing for most of the game and looking like the worst team, yeah, it's uh, it might shake their confidence a little. Yeah, definitely. So... Some concern for the Vikings, but coming back to win it, they'll have to be happy with that, you'd think. Joe, any thoughts on this one? No, yeah, much what you guys said. Good game to watch, good comeback. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Joe. It's all right. Um, next up, we had Saints-Bucks. Saints won, 34-17. Um, I assume we all went with this. Yeah, we did. Yeah, obvious um, pick. Yeah, it was. So the Saints are now 8-2, and two, the Bucks are 3-7. and seven. Um, this was not a particularly exciting game. It was fairly fairly standard, I would say. Uh, I'd say the only thing I'd have to say is probably that the Bucks didn't give up, which I rate yeah. them for. Yeah. They could have easily just let the heads go down and taken a smash in, whereas they did The Bucks played on. well. They... Yeah, they carried on scoring touchdowns yeah. and carried on trying. And I think it's worth pointing out that they were within 10 points until near the end when there was a pick by the Saints, a pick six by the Saints, and it... Um, Sort of padded the final score slightly, but at the same time, hard to argue with the result. The Saints are the better side, yeah, and absolutely. they got the win. Uh, speaking of the better side getting the win, the Jets uh, beat the Redskins 34-17. We don't, we don't want to talk about that. Yet. Yeah, we'll, we we'll probably skip over this one. Yeah. Uh, me and Colin picked the Jets. Uh, Joe had the Redskins, unfortunately. I do have a quick thing to say about the Jets. Oh, okay, go just, for it. Again, I think it's another team that is slightly underrated. I think, no, because they're three and seven. I like the right. So I bet on them last week as well, and they lost. Mm-hmm. But they put in a good shift against a much better team. They don't. They do. I think but they're not actually. The Redskins a, are not the much better team. No, no, no. As in last week, week against so the, the Bears, uh, I think two and eight Giants. Oh, Giants. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was the Bears. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, I like the kit for stars. Okay, and yeah, it's a, a new second, kid this year. It's it's gone down quite well. I would class the Jets as one of the better rubbish teams. If you yeah. know what I mean. So okay. I would always bet on them to beat another rubbish team. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, maybe the lowest tier, but towards yeah. the top of it. Yeah, I agree. That's fair enough. But still, not a very fun team to watch. Um, let's move on. 49ers Cardinals. Uh, that was a fun game. The 49ers yeah. ended up winning it, 36-26. Um, Joe and I picked that one. Callum, you had the Cardinals. Um, for a while, it looked like the Cardinals were going to do it. I mean, they, they started, for yeah, they started really well. I think they were sixteen nil up. Um, and then the Niners that we have typically seen this season reappeared and uh, made the comeback. It was close at the end. Again, the score is slightly helped by the fact that the uh, it was a three point game. The Cardinals had a chance to drive down, get a field goal, and tie it up. And Kyler Murray, I believe, coughed up a fumble, returned for a touchdown, and it uh, made it look like a much much easier game for the Niners than it really was. Um, they'll be pleased to get out of this divisional game with two with 
a win after they beat the Cardinals a couple of weeks ago as well. And they moved to 9-1. and one. Cardinals are 3-7-1. and one. Callum, what did you think of this one? Uh, another one where I wasn't that too ashamed, too ashamed of picking the underdog. Yeah. I picked the team hoping to get a point over you two just at random. And it nearly worked. The Cardinals put, played a very good game. Mm. Uh, kind of impressed me. And yeah. the Niners, for, wait, did you say they were 9-1? and one? Yeah. I don't think they're a 9-1 and one side. In terms of, I think if you put them against a really good side, they would, they'd be shaken. If it's, you put them against someone like the Packers, I think they turn them over. Mm, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we'll be seeing that matchup pretty yeah, I think soon. It's two weeks. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's that's quite a hot take. But to be fair, they've had quite an easy schedule so yeah. far. They've. I mean, they've rolled over a couple of good teams, but they've lost to the Seahawks, and um, they have a much harder schedule coming up. So it'll be interesting to see how they fare. Yeah, I, I, I thought Callum was an absolute donkey choosing uh, the Cardinals last <laughs> week uh, for that game, but it was it was exciting and it was mm-hmm. close, and yeah. Um, I don't know if I agree about the, the, the you know, struggle against stronger teams. I think they look incredibly strong, especially at the end of last game. Mm. But, um, but Kyler yeah. Murray's looking good for the Cardinals, number mm. one pick yeah. this year. Um, I think the Cardinals is a team that I'll start picking to beat average teams as mm, well, perhaps. I, I don't know if I would go that far Hi- personally, Hi- but Hi- maybe. Hypothetical Cardinals Falcons. Oh, that would be a very close game. <laughs> because the. Yeah, God. I think I'd probably have to go Falcons still there, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, next one Raiders Bengals. We all picked Raiders. Raiders <laughs> came through 17 10. Uh, the Bengals slipped 0 10, and they're officially out of playoff contention. This is the joint earliest a team has ever been out of playoff contention. I mean, you can't um, get any early, can you? I think you could if How? the schedule went a certain oh, way. You could if it was due to buy. If you didn't, if you if you'd already had your buy. No, if you no, hadn't you had if you buy. hadn't had your buy, and if other teams, if the league was like very split, yeah, um, you could technically be out of it by week nine, I think. Ah. But uh, yeah, week eleven, they're out of it. It's it's pretty dark days for Cincinnati. Um, it's not a good team. The Raiders didn't look impressive no, in beating them, though. I mean, to get 10 points, it wasn't like that far apart of the game, 17-10. Yeah. Ryan Finley, uh, the new Bengals quarterback who's standing in for, or who has replaced Andy Dalton, um, had, did a pretty good job. He looked quite good. I mean, he only threw for 115 yards and in an interception, but uh, he ran for 47 yards. He looked relatively decent in a bad team. Uh, Derek Carr was incredibly efficient as ever. 25 completions from 29 attempts, one touchdown, one interception. Um, yeah, I'm not sure many will leave this game feeling more confident about the mm. Raiders, but I mean, it's another win. And uh, what's that move on? It puts them as Joe tries to break the mic in the background. Um, <laughs> it puts them on to six and four. Oh, that puts in, them in contention for stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, that will put them level with the Chiefs pending mm. tonight's game. Ah, well, I think after tonight's game, I'd it won't know. be level with the Chiefs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Interesting take. <laughs> uh, so we actually had the same scoreline in the other late game yesterday. We had Patriots-Eagles. The Patriots came out 17-10 winners. We watched a good bit of this game, and it wasn't the most impressive from either team. Yeah, to see a matchup like that and to have such a boring game is a bit disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good defense from the from the Eagles. I think from the Pats as well, actually. But yeah. offense on both teams was just lacking. Yeah, well, Tom Brady's performance was just. I think yeah, the 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 Patriots were saved by their defense. Um. Yeah, the Patriots' defense this year is incredible. I think they may be among the best they've had. Um. 
But yeah, both offenses, it was just painful to watch. Brady in particular. Any, and any, Wentz. any thoughts on why Brady might be underperforming? Uh, oh, I'm sure you have a theory, Joe. I, I, Why don't I you tell us your hypothesis? I, I reckon he hasn't seen his son in a few weeks. Okay. Ah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, there you, it is. you thought maybe he'd gone to boarding school, yep. so he hasn't been able to top up his powers. Exactly. <laughs> or a weekly Tom Brady's son joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brady didn't look good. Wentz missed a few throws on the uh, on the last drive when he could have made a difference. I think worth uh, noting that the only person to throw a touchdown in this game for the Patriots was uh, Julian Edelman, the wide receiver. <laughs> oh, I love that play, though. That was a great play. Yeah, it was quite fun. Um, nice little trick play where they sort of set up the wide receiver screen. Brady threw it out to Edelman. Edelman pitched it to Dorsett in the end zone. Dorsett actually got concussed on that play. So, um, <laughs> he didn't get tackled hard. Yeah, I don't really yeah, do know you remember what remember the huge hit? Um, I mean... Some, I, I thought someone just fell on him. No, no, he caught and he got absolutely run into the ground. Oh. Big by him to hold on to the ball in that situation. Because, um, unlike, you know, uh, unlike, who was it that can't catch the ball from the Eagles? Oh, unlike Nelson Aguilar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but the thing is with the, I think Wentz had a good game. I just think there's highlighting of those last few plays where he didn't look good. And yeah, it was, yeah. Because his, it was so important. His, is it his offensive line or his defensive line where they were? His offensive line yeah, struggled. They, I just they don't were, think they helped him out. I think yeah. he wasn't, it wasn't a bad game for him necessarily. Yeah, they got a few injuries um, towards the end. I think, uh, I can't remember who it was that went down, but um, they struggled with the Pats defensive line the whole game. And yeah, it definitely got to Wentz a bit. And finally, the Sunday night game, uh, Bears-Rams. I picked the Bears for some reason. Even as I was doing it, I thought it was a bad decision. You tried to turn your mind halfway through, and then you just went with it. Didn't yeah, you? and yeah, it was a bad call. Bears fall to four and six. Rams go to six and four. Have you seen the you guys both for picked it? the Rams. I haven't. I, I really. There are worse teams in the league, but these are two of my least favorite right now, because they should be good. Like they have the yeah. the ingredients to be good, particularly the Rams. They were in the Super Bowl last year under Sean McVay. Excuse me, the offensive mastermind. And um, Jared Goff looked fine. Todd Gurley is um, a very exciting running back, one of the best-paid running backs in the league. But they're just not that fun to watch. Aaron Donald on defense continues to be... Oh, that's glorious. I love watching him just bash people. Yeah, the defensive tackle is just an absolute monster. He was the defensive player of the year last year and is having another excellent season. He's fantastic. Yeah, um, but... It's just not... They're not particularly fun to watch right now. Joe, what do you think? I just know this week's going to be a hat-trick for the uh, for the California teams. Oh, right. Yeah. For, okay, right. Callum, any thoughts? On the Rams game? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, but I woke up this morning. I had a quick check on my phone. I was very happy. Nice little point. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so leaving Chiefs Chargers aside, we'll see how that one goes tonight. We are taping this on Monday. Um, and we will move on to... Next week's games, starting with Thursday Night Football featuring my favorite team, the Colts, against the Texans. So what we're going to do is, um, last week, Joe had the most successful uh, first week, so he started in each game. But that sort of left us in a weird position where one person was the tiebreaker each time, and we ended up with quite a lot of consensus, and a couple of games where there should have been consensus, and I made bad decisions. Um, <laughs> looking at the Bears there. So we'll just sort of go round in order, and we will uh, we'll pick as we go. Talk a little bit about the games and see what we think may be uh, may be worth a watch. What'll be exciting? What to look out for? But first, plays of the week. Ooh. Um. Callum? My play of the week is the Falcons 
was it a punt return? Yeah, it was a punt return. Uh, it wasn't. I can see why someone would pick the Dolphins punt re- uh, kick return mm-hmm. over it, but I don't know. I I think it was more challenging in terms of he probably dodged more players mm. whereas the Dolphins run was a longer run but I feel like it was the Falcons one run was more technical yep and yeah I rated it and so I, I think just it was, in general I liked the Falcons game yeah I think it was a 78 yard punt return um, as you say weaved in and out got it to the end zone I'm trying to see who that was and I cannot find it but yeah it was a it was a pretty remarkable play uh, Joe, what have you got? It's got to be Grant's 138-yard return. 28, wasn't it? So, yeah, so uh, Jakeem Grant, the Dolphins kick returner, it was a 102-yard return on which he managed to run 138.1 yards because of the bizarre route he took up the field. Just I mean, I think it, it, it was a very good reading of the game. He saw, mm. he saw a gap and he ran straight for it. It worked yeah, very well. He gathered the ball on the left-hand side went essentially straight to the right and weaved his way through them uh, mm-hmm. through the Bills defence and got the score um, so that's two special teams plays so far <laughs> I'm going to make it three uh, are you not going for the fake punt are you? no, was there one? What? oh there was a fake field goal but it didn't work had yeah. it worked that it would be my <laughs> play of the week um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an honourable mention again to a kicker uh, John Gruden iced the Bengals kicker at the end of oh, the first half lovely, and he yeah. did it so that icing the kicker is where they take a timeout right as the kicker is about to or as the long snapper is about to snap it just to sort of get in the kicker's head a bit and uh, a it treat. sometimes works some people feel it does work others feel it doesn't There are the, there's the odd occasion where they miss the initial kick once they've been iced and then make the second that's embarrassing for the coach but this one worked for John Gruden he made the first one got iced had to retake it didn't make the second one by a margin. And uh, Gruden, with seven seconds in the half, just ran down the tunnel as if he was done. He was like, all right, perfect, I am <laughs> That's gone. my job for the day. <laughs> um, so that was that was big by him. But my play of the week is the uh, the Dolphins' onside kick. So it was an onside kick Oh yeah. Um, on a kickoff. Not one where they sort of all line up ready for it. The kicker set up as if it were a normal kick return and then just like tapped it straight down the middle around the 10 yards himself and dived on it. Great to see. A surprise onside kick is the only thing that's better than a planned onside kick. <laughs> and it came off. It's just phenomenal stuff. Yeah, to see it in the game when you're not expecting it was Yeah. It was great. And the Dolphins lost 37-20, but they did get two plays into our plays of the week. So, yeah. so who are the real winners? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky Bills. Um so moving on to next week, we'll whip through these and see what we think. Colts Texans, as I was saying. I am a Colts fan. I'm going to have to pick them, but um, even for me, this is quite a hard sell. The the Texans, excuse me, um, had a rough game against the Ravens, but they're an excellent team with a great quarterback in Deshaun Watson, great receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. The Colts are just very injured right now. Pierre Desir, their starting quarterback's out. Rocky Sin is likely to be out. He got injured yesterday. Marlon Mack is likely to be out. T.Y. Hilton may be out. Devin Funches is maybe coming back, but he hasn't played since week one. Paris Campbell is out. There is a long list of players who the Colts are missing. And I think to go into Texas and win this one, they would need to be full strength. I'm going to pick them anyway. Um, because I think there's still a chance. They typically do really well in that stadium, T.Y. Hilton has just insane stats when he plays in that Houston stadium. Um, 
and if he's back, he could make a massive difference. You know, how the, likely do you think he's to back? What's his injury? Um, it was a calf injury. They said three to four weeks, three weeks ago. Um, yeah, <laughs> he typically is very good at playing hurt because he gets injured a lot. He's quite small, quite injury prone, but he doesn't miss many games. Last week was actually the first game the Colts have won since T.Y. Hilton's been the league when he hasn't played. They are 1-7 and seven in those games, so like he is fundamental for the Colts. But it's it's a tough one. Yeah. Short week for both teams, which is always hard. So After that reason, reasoned argument from Ollie about why he's choosing the Colts, uh, yeah. I'm going to be, I think, the first of us to kick off and, and go for the Texans this week. Yeah. <laughs> See, I actually find this quite hard. It, I think it, what it comes down to is whether the Texans react positively or negatively to their thrashing last week. If they come yeah. out angry and they say, you know what, we're going to come back, yeah. we're going to get a big win here, mm-hmm. then I think they'll do it quite easily. Yeah. If they're a bit upset and they let the media get to them, yeah. it could quite easily, they could quite easily mess up because you, yeah. you can't have an off game against the Colts because they will beat you. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go for the Texans yep. in the hope that Watson comes out angry. Yep. Much like our Watson. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I no think one knows that's my name, so that didn't make what? any sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I think that's, that's a good rationale. We'll move on to Sunday's games. We have Buccaneers-Falcons. Um, so, this is an NFC South matchup. Two, three, and seven teams. It's in Georgia. Um, the Falcons coming off two big wins against the Saints and the Panthers. Their third divisional game in a row. Can they make it three from three? Joe. I was hoping someone else would go first here. Um, I just think after the performance over the past two weeks, I'm going to have to go with the Falcons. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to agree. And we'll see if we have a consensus or whether someone's brave. Um, hmm. I feel like I'm being pressured somewhat into picking the Bucks, <laughs> but I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, Falcons as well. I just think they're yeah, I mean they're on a run of form that's hard to ignore. And I think with with that run of form it sort of reminds you that this should be a good team. They still have Julio Julio Jones, sorry, who is like one of <laughs> Julio Jones. Julio I said Julio Jones in fairness. Julio Jones who is probably the best receiver over the last the best consistent receiver over the last decade. He's just a beast. Matt Ryan is a good quarterback, if slightly turnover prone, and um, that defense is really, really coming on over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Whereas the, the box, yeah, the box. There's just a lot less to get excited about. Jameis <laughs> Winston is sometimes not awful, I guess. Um, it, I don't know. It's a tough sell. Uh, next up, we have Broncos Bills three and seven. Broncos play the seven and three Bills in New York. Well, Albany, or somewhere up near there. It's not real New York, upstate New York, I guess. Um, <laughs> Broncos, Bills, Callum, you're going to be leading us off on this one. What do you got? Um, I mean, the Broncos have been a bit more up after last week. Mm. They they played better than anyone expected them to. That is true. They uh, really run the Vikings close. But the Bills are consistently average enough to beat them, I think. So I'm going to go Bills. Yeah. What's the Bills record this this season? Uh, Bills are seven and three. So I'll go next on this. I mean, one. they haven't played amazing teams. I think have they? Bills. Yeah. Uh, they ran the pads pretty close. They did lose to them, but um, it was sort of close. Uh, but I don't think the Broncos fall under the bracket of amazing teams either. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills as well. Although I I could be swayed into the Broncos. 
Yeah, no, Bills. Bills? <laughs> All right, no disagreement there. Good to see. Um, next up, Giants-Bears. New York Giants travel to Chicago. They are 2-8. and eight. The Bears are 4-6, and six, coming off that loss to the Rams. You'd have to think if the Bears lost this one, they're probably out of the playoff race um, for all intents and purposes. They may be already in the very competitive division that is the NFC North with the Packers and Vikings ahead of them. The Giants, um, yeah, they're not up to much this season. <laughs> Let's hope for a good draft pick, I guess. But Saquon Barkley at running back, um, you can never quite rule them out. Danny Jones at quarterback, he's the rookie. Might do something special, potentially. Wait, did the Bears lose last week? They did. They lost to the Rams last night. Mm. Giants were on a bye. So, at least that's something to consider. Yeah. Um, am I kicking us off on this one? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Bears burnt me last time. But I, I'll go with them. Oh, also, sorry. A little bit of trivia on the Bears uh, while we're here. Are they named after the animal? No, brilliant. Um, <laughs> on Mitch Trubisky specifically. So I meant to bring this up earlier, and it's it's honestly one of my favorite stats about. It's one of my favorite stats about the NFL. So I just want to bring this up while I remember it. There is this sort of movement of people suggesting that Mitch Trubisky, the Bears quarterback, cannot throw left, <laughs> <laughs> which is just phenomenal. Has he never been recorded to do it? I mean, he does. He does it a few times each game, but last night, for example, he was, I think, 16 of 23 with no interceptions throwing to the right, and 5 of 10 with one interception <laughs> when throwing to the left. And, like, when you look at his stats, they are consistently worse when throwing to the left. And, like, it's almost certainly untrue, but just the idea that it might be true, I just... <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I back it. that. It's just ridiculous. That seems like a good conspiracy theory. Um, so, do you want the Giants or the Bears well, with Mitch Trubisky, who can only throw to the right? Then, say, despite that inspiring piece of uh, piece of evidence you've just given, I think you only told us that that then to throw us off, so we both went Giants. <laughs> so I'm going to go for the Bears. Yep, fair enough. I find this hard because I don't want to be caught in the trap of always going against you two, mm. but. In a game like this, I feel like there is a potential for it to be pretty close. Yeah. And wait, what? What? Uh, win? How many wins have the Bears got? Four. Four and, and six. And the Giants have got two. Two and eight. Uh. I'm make it interesting. I'll go Giants. All right. Good to see. Um, fair enough. It may well pay off for you. Next up, we go to Cincinnati for the Steelers visiting the Bengals. <laughs> And uh, an AFC North matchup here. The Steelers are 5-5, five and five, coming off a pretty bad loss to the Browns. They've had the sort of half a bye that follows after a Thursday night game. A little bit of time off, time to regroup. Um, Mason Rudolph has had time to recover from the likely partial concussion he received after getting whacked by Miles Garrett <laughs> or his own helmet. Um, the Bengals, they are 0-10. They lost to the Raiders. They are not a good football team. Joe, what do you think? You just said it. Steelers. I mean, they burned me last week, but we'll see. Steelers again. Yeah, let's that's, that's not mess around Let's not here. be silly on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue to pick a ben- against the Bengals until they prove me, other- or until I'm proven otherwise, essentially. I think you'll do well for a few seasons without that. <laughs> um, next up, we have Dolphins-Browns. So the Dolphins had that couple of game winning streak, um, which has just been snapped by the Bills. Who, who do they beat again? They beat the... <laughs> 
Who did they beat? They beat the Colts Ooh, and someone else. This is a team else. you might like. No, I know it was but, the Colts. No, 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 they, 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 they beat the Colts. Okay, okay that's okay. all we needed. Excellent. That was actually all Joe was interested. He doesn't care who else they beat. No. Uh, so who was the second team of those two teams that they beat? Um, yeah, they beat the Colts, then lost to the Bills. Um, they're now playing the Browns in Cleveland. Browns coming off again, half a bye, but lacking in lacking Miles Garrett with his suspension. Um and he's a big player for them. Uh, they'll miss him. I don't know whether that will impact on your bets, but Callum, get us underway here. Um, I've consistently backed the Browns, and they've consistently won for me. So I'll continue to do so. Likewise, I'm going to go with the Browns. As funny as it would see to have the Browns go to the Super Bowl, uh, I'm going to have to back the team who have a special place in my heart, um, the Dolphins. Why do the Dolphins have a special place in your heart? Because they beat the Colts in our first week of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Happy memories. Um, all right, so moving on, uh, we go to New Orleans next, where the Panthers will be playing the Saints. Panthers five and five, coming off an awful loss to the Falcons, where Kyle Allen looked dreadful. Uh, the Saints eight and two. Were they on a bye? No, they beat the Bucks. Uh, they did indeed. I cannot remember what they'd done. Um, Drew Brees uh, is back. He's had a couple of weeks. He should be back to full health, and. Uh, yeah, in the uh, New Orleans Stadium, I certainly, I think I'm going first on this one. And I would back Drew Brees and the Saints to get the job done. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, as ever, is a threat for the Panthers, but I just don't think they'll have the firepower to overcome the Saints. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, after after the Panthers' performance last week, it's going to be Saints. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be sensible this time, not losing another point. A little bit of recency bias all around, great to see. Um, <laughs> then Raiders-Jets. So the what was that first word? Raiders. Okay, thanks. As in the yep, football yep, team from yep, Oakland. Yep, not the um, not the Raiders. <laughs> um, Raiders are six and four, having beat the Bengals. The Jets are three and seven, having beat the Redskins. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a football game that will occur this weekend. Joe, Callum likes the Jets, so I'm going to have to go Raiders. <laughs> I like the Jets, so I'm going to have to go Jets. Callum likes the Jets, so I'm going to have to go Jets. Yes! <laughs> I think they can actually do it. I mean, in terms of win, when you look at wins, it doesn't seem likely. The mm. Jets are on relatively good form after last week, and the Raiders didn't look strong against the Bengals. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And I think also worth noting that the Jets did have quite a few of those losses when their starting quarterback, Sam Darnold, was out with Mono, um, yeah. which was one of the more ridiculous reasons to miss several games. <laughs> um and moving on to the second half of that clash last week, we have the Redskins hosting the Lions. Redskins are 1-9, Lions are 3-6-1. and one. Um, The Lions have had uh, a sort of classic Lions season where they seem like they could be close, and like if a few calls go their way, they could win things, but they just don't. They're 3-6-1, and one, are they? They are. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Lions kick this one off um, pretty easy one as far as I'm concerned Joe yeah I'm just thinking you see, the, the Lions you know I don't want to back them they're inconsistent go on Joe bet in- against me inconsistent in general it's never you like, like the Redskins it's never week. really clear with the Lions but the Redskins me every week <laughs> every week this happens <laughs> sorry about that um, you know what I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to head for bets. I'm going to go Lions. 
I'm also going lions because I'm not dumb enough to go redskins. Yeah, that was a very um, that was a very tense awkward. That was a very tense silence there as he built up to that pick there, Joe. Um, I think he was just trying to figure out how he could swear. Yeah, just how to make us record another beep this week. Um, <laughs> all right, Jaguars Titans, nice little AFC South matchup coming up late on Sunday. Um, the Jags are four and six. Uh, they go to Nashville to play the Titans here at five and five. Titans coming off a bye. The Jags coming off that loss to the Colts. Um, Callum, what do you think? Uh, I don't think the Jags are looking good at all. So, I'm going Titans. Okay. Um, I actually... I think if I were picking third, I would go Titans. But in this position, I'm going to go contrarian and say that Nick Foles has another week of, of practice with the offense and he sort of gets something going. Just because I think the Colts ran all over the Jags and they never, they didn't have the ball for very long. They never really got into a rhythm. So I'm going to go with the Jags on this one. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I like the Titans. I like watching them play down the week. But mm-hmm. but my heart is a little bit with the Jags for certain reasons. Even without Gardner Minshew? He's there. He's there, <laughs> both in spirit and in person. Yeah, on the um, bench. Yeah. <laughs> so um, What about the prediction that you might come on and then just make the game? Exactly. You will. All right. Are uh, you betting for them, then? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, okay, so let's. Is that not clear? <laughs> um, let's move on. Whip through these last three, last few pretty quickly. Uh, Cowboys, Pats. Um, Cowboys six and four. Pats nine and one. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Pats. Yep. All right. Oh, really? Yeah, it seems silly to go otherwise. Hmm. Okay. Well, well, no, would you like now. to change? No, no, no. no there's no, consensus. No. I'd like to let him change. I'd like to let him okay, change. Okay, actually, yeah, go on. I don't really want consensus, and I oh, don't you like. You also don't really want to back the Pats. Yeah, I really dislike rooting for the Pats. Because I, like I, I was, for, uh, I was doing so. it last week. Last week, I was rooting for the Pats, and every time we turned it on, I, I wanted to cheer for the Eagles, and I, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to. So it makes me uncomfortable. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. Next up, Packers 49ers. This is the game I was talking about. Yeah. And the Packers are gonna win it because. The Niners will not stand up to a team as good as the Packers. Fair enough. Um, I'll go Niners. I'll yeah. go with the hot hand. They're nine and one. I, I appreciated. I, I appreciated their play the other day, especially in the second half. Gonna go Niners. Yeah, I think you may well, re- well may well be right though, Callum. I think that's that's a pretty good shot. Uh, it's a tough game to call. Seahawks Eagles. God, there's a lot of fun games this week. This is a brilliant game. If you're gonna watch a game this week, it's got to be this one. I I think it'll be a lot better than the than the bigged up Patriots game last week mm. oh, yeah. I think this will actually be a fantastic game it'll be game. interesting seeing the Eagles defence against um, Russell Wilson yeah. at all yeah, wait I is it at the is it in it's Seattle? in Philadelphia uh, the 8-2 and two Seahawks ah. against the 5-5 five and five Eagles so they don't have the sound effect which has to be taken they into account they don't have the sound effect Joe what do we got have the so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I think partially be smart having seen the Eagles defence last week but also also follow the team I prefer just a little bit I'm going to go with the Eagles alright I'm going Seahawks because I don't like Joe and I do like the Seahawks yeah I'm also going Seahawks I just think the Eagles for what reason I think the Seahawks have, I think the Eagles sorry haven't put it together this season and there's just it just feels like there's something off with that team yeah they didn't really impress me last week that much no I don't know what it is but it just doesn't feel quite right um, I think there's rumours of some locker room issues and maybe it's that but I just don't trust them they need to clean them they need to clean the locker rooms you've, you've cracked it Joe <laughs> Someone get Philadelphia on the phone. Um, so finally, Ravens-Rams in the Monday night game next week. We're fully seven days ahead. This is slightly confusing. But um, yeah, Rams are 6-4. and four. They're hosting the 8-2 and two Ravens in LA. I will kick this one off, and I will go with the Ravens. 
no point betting against Lamar Jackson at this point. Yeah, it seems rude not to. Ravens? Uh, I have already said that I'm never going to bet against them again. But I will make the point that I think this will be a much better game than you think it will. Hmm. Because I think the Rams are actually a pretty good team. And I think this will actually turn out to be a, a pretty good game to watch. I think it'll end up quite tight. But yep. I think the Ravens will win. Fair enough. I agree. And that brings us to the end of that week's games. Uh, Vikings, Chargers, Cardinals and Chiefs will be on by. And we will see how those 14 games go and see how the predictions go with it. And before we go, we will have the segment where Callum and Joe go through a bracket to, t- to try and decide which teams they will support in future years. So these ties have been selected randomly for reference. We just put all 32 teams into like a randomizing bracket. They came out in random orders. So these teams aren't playing each other this week. It's just to see sort of long term which teams Callum and Joe prefer. And finally, we'll get to a point where they decide who they will support. Uh, Joe's even considering buying a jersey. Um, what an exciting prospect that. that is. <laughs> it's more, um, of, more of the man than the team to be. To be yeah, fair. Gardner Minshew yeah. again. His name keeps coming up for a guy who isn't starting for an NFL team. <laughs> um, so, Joe, your first matchup is Cardinals-Jags. I mean, I think this question answers itself, or the conversation we just had answers this question. Oh, yes, um, of course. It's going to be Jaguars. Yep. Um, Callum. Also, the Cardinals are all short. So. <laughs> Callum Murray is very short. He's like 5'10". Short and nifty. Mm, yeah, good runner. Um, surprisingly mobile. Uh, I don't know why I really enjoy that phrase. I just think it <laughs> makes no sense. Um, Callum, your first matchup is Rams 49ers. Uh, I think it'll be quite clear who I'm going to pick here, just because... Mm. I don't know. I don't like the fact that everyone likes the Niners. Like, everyone likes them a little bit. No one really hates on the Niners too much. Yeah, they're one of my sort of top three teams. Mm. Everyone seems to have them as, like, one of their... Yeah, they they, they always back them a little bit, unless yeah. it's against their favourites. Um, I don't really like their kit, and they play boring football. Whereas the Rams have a good kit, and they have great players' names, which I have a list of here. We have Mr. Bortles, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. So he was yeah. the Jags quarterback until last season. Yeah. Really. And he left him because yeah, he wasn't very good. No, he's, no. he sucks. <laughs> he saw as a rising star. Next, Mr. Higby, Tyler Higby. Mm-hmm. There's John Johnson, yeah. <laughs> which is glorious. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to butcher this one, but Ogbonia Okorowonko. <laughs> Sorry? That's not okay to say on that. Og- Ogbonia Okorowonko. I have no idea who you're well, referring to, so we'll go with that. don't follow it close enough. Nope. Uh, there's Mr. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Good name, good player. And then there's also a very strange-looking fellow, mm-hmm. Sebastian Joseph. He's a very strange-looking man. Good last name. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, the Rams, because they have a better kit. I like them for no particular reason. Oh, yeah, I think I played them in Madam and they were good. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's usually the reason. They have lovely names. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I like that rationale. Uh, Joe, you have Packers-Giants. Pretty good matchup there. Two big teams, historically, especially the Packers. Giants have had some recent success. They're going to next week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Packers, because I, I, mean, I think when I was predicting games this week, I'm not sure. Yeah, when we were talking about Packers last week, as I said, my uh, English teacher at, at middle school was a big Packers fan. You bet yeah. against them this week. Did I? Yeah, you bet for the Niners. Oh, yeah, because of the Niners. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Um, so you're going to go with the Packers? Gonna Fair go, enough. Gonna go with the Packers. Callum, who have you got out of Dolphins and Cardinals? Uh, I hate the Dolphins. Okay. Although, worth noting that 
they have been historically good. They had some great years, the Dolphins. The 72 Dolphins? 74. Or 72. 74. No, I looked it up. 74. Okay, well, I'll look it up again. <laughs> I appreciate your insistence. Um, the 72 Dolphins are the... <laughs> 74. Uh, let me see. The 1972 Dolphins are the only NFL <laughs> team to win the Super Bowl with a perfect season. You know thank you, I, Wikipedia. Do you know Me. Like? <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Chip. Um, so, yeah, the Dolphins are a franchise with a lot of history. The 1972 Dolphins are the only team to win the Super Bowl with a perfect season. Um, they had some great players around then. Joe Montana, I believe. Um, like some exciting teams, some great throwback kids. But right now they are awful. The only problem with the Dolphins' good form is it is all history. It's not yep. going to come back, I don't think. Mm. Um, the Dolphins are rubbish. I don't like the kit. I don't like their animal. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals, however, good kit. Yep. They're all small, which is just quite funny. It's like watching, well, <laughs> leprechauns play football. Ah, uh, okay. And then there's the fact that they've got a cool animal. It's rogue. Most teams pick yeah. like a, a, a kind of majestic something beast. threatening. Yeah. Maybe they picked a cardinal, which is a small little red bird. Yeah, it's quite cool. That's yeah. why most teams also win. And it vaguely reminds me of the Angry Birds, so it makes me think that I'm watching <laughs> the Angry Birds national team whenever I watch. <laughs> uh, so the Cardinals. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I like that. <coughs> and so the Cardinals and Rams will progress to the next round of the knockout tournament for you, Callum, and Joe. For you, it will be the Jaguars and Packers. Um, That's a good so we'll see how that continues. That yeah, 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 that'll be a while, but when we do, we will see. You, there are some good lineup. Sorry, some good matchups coming up in round two for both of you guys. And with that, we are done. Uh, pretty long episode today, but here we are. Hopefully, you enjoy. Um, this is your first time listening. Thank you for listening. If this is not your first time listening, I am surprised you've come back, but pleased to hear it. And we will be back next week, I believe, uh, with some more reviews, previews, news fandom knockout segments etc it's more of the same really uh it's goodbye from me callum goodbye from me and goodbye from me all right thank you very much purple radio podcasts thanks for downloading this purple radio podcast for more great content and to listen live head to purpleradio.co.uk